Good morning, uh, fellow wisdomers. This is uh, Bhupender, and I am here with one of the favorite topics, much discussed topic, a uh, single word called change. We all perceive change differently. But let me share with something I call the three C's. The first C, change. The second C, sorry, the first C is comfort zone. The second one is change. And the third one is choice. So let's talk three C's. So let's uh, talk about what we call the comfort zone. So simply put, comfort zone is the status quo. And in one line, if I was to define comfort zone, I will call a comfort zone the shadow under which nothing grows. Yes, you heard that right. Comfort zone is the shadow under which nothing grows. Let us understand how comfort zone is a shadow. So comfort zone is a status quo. And the status quo could be the most discomforting place we could be in, in any avenue or dimension of our life. It could be our relationship with our the significant being. It could be our current uh, uh, employment or a chosen profession. It could be causing us discomfort. And somehow we have come to accept, as, accept that as a norm. We have stopped evolving or the other way around. Comfort zone is a place where we are not evolving. We are an autopilot. Things are just happening. We're doing the same thing over and again without the need to wake up, without the need to grow up. Let's use an example. Say I'm on a vacation on a nice island on a tropical beach. And on this island, I'm served with nice breakfast in the morning. And then I have my lunch, my beer or whatever I like to drink. And then my dinner, the sun rises every day. Then there's afternoon and then the sun goes down just like every regular day. At the same time, I know this is not my permanent place. This is vacation. Treat this as this island one day will be flooded. The water is going to rise. And I have to leave this island off my comfort zone. So I have two choices. Either the change will happen on its, it, by itself. Means I'll be reacting to that change. Or I can initiate the change. Change is the only constant in our lives. Now there are two scenarios. One is the change that I initiate. I'm proactive. I leave that island in the boat of my choice at my terms upon my chosen time. And I know exactly where I am going and where I will end up. I'm in the driver's seat of my life. I am the one who's initiating the change. So I know 
where I want to go, where it is going to lead. And apply this to your relationships, for example, or if you are employed working for someone else, you have these options. So what happens when the change is not initiated by us, when, it's, when it is forced upon us? Because everything is changing. Everything is bound to change. This is the very nature of the world we exist in. So when I don't initiate the change and the water rises, guess what happens? I just jump onto the boat that's in front of me. Means I choose whatever is in front of me. Essentially, I'm not choosing. I'm running out of options. And then I end up on the shore somewhere I never thought I would. And I'm not prepared for the outcome. So in that case, change is not desirable. Change is pain. But if I initiate the change consciously, on my terms, at my will, then I go exactly where I need to go. So here's a definition of change. I hope you have both perspective. One is a change that is imposed upon me because I love my comfort zone. The second is the change initiated by me because I am open. I am embracing the unknown that is part of the change. I am offering myself the opportunity to grow. And in this instance, change is the mother of greatness. I always hear people talking about, I want to have a great life. I'm chasing greatness. I seek greatness. But when the greatness comes knocking at our door in the form of a change, what happens? We want to be next door or we want to close our eyes or we are saying, I'm not ready for it. Let's use an analogy of a surfer. Uh, who wants to surf the tallest wave ever uh, that rises in the ocean. And now this uh, surfer one day is walking on the beach with a surfboard and sees this tallest wave rising in the ocean. It seems this wave is touching the sky. And in that moment, the surfer thinks, what is on the other side of this wave once I get on top of it? The unknown is on the other side. Don't know where this wave will throw me once with, I, with my surfboard, I get on it. So there is a fear of the unknown. But at the same time, this tall wave, this small window of opportunity that can transform my life, will also recede. This tall wave will not remain there forever. So the third C, what I call the choice. So I can choose to watch that tall wave rise in front of me. That opportunity in form of a change is right there. I can let it recede, let it pass by. Or 
I grabbed this opportunity, the change being mother of greatness. I consciously choose. I consciously avail the opportunity. I consciously am willing to change. I'm consciously willing to leave the comfort zone, the place of the greatest discomfort that I have accepted to be norm, that I sort of have accepted that I deserve it, consciously or subconsciously. Now, here's a caveat. If the surfer is contemplating, when I go on top of this wave, when I put my surfboard in the water, what will happen? So what's on the other side of this tall wave? What is on the other side of this change? Unknown. And unknown, a lot of time, is not our friend. Unknown is what we fear most of the times. So what we could do? We could, as that surfer, in that moment, embrace the change. Knowing that I'm capable of maneuvering myself through this opportunity. Knowing once I rise on top of this change, on top of this wave, it's going to throw me. Throw me to a greater place. But how do we think when the change is in front of us? Oh, I don't have enough information to make a decision. I wish I had all the information to jump ahead. I want to know what exactly will happen. And let me tell you something. The people who have embraced change, change, they have gone into the change knowing that no matter what happens, I will be able to make more decisions. I will be able to embrace the outcome because what I'm looking for is my inner growth, my inner transformation. I have to think. I have to think outside the box. I have to do what I have not done before. I have to flex the muscles of my mind. I have not flexed before the muscles that do exist. But if I haven't used it, I'm thinking that I do not have the capability to handle this change, to be great in terms of my inner transformation. And the third C that I talk of or I will share with you is the C, third C is the choice. So we all have the choice. We all have the freedom to choose. But why is this so difficult to choose? Two reasons. Most of us believe in a given situation. We really don't have options. It is true when the change is forced upon us. But if we remain calm, open to grow, there will always be an option. Choice means I do have the option. Choice means I have the freedom to choose. And 
what really we need to make a choice is our ability to choose between the given option that requires something called the discerning power and that discerning power is wisdom in fact wisdom actually chooses for us some people have called wisdom intuition different words we use something in that moment is telling us something in that moment is telling that surfer get on it this is a lifetime opportunity this wave is going to recede very quickly avail this opportunity so change is the only constant either we initiate the change or it is forced upon us and then it offers us the choice and it offers us the choice and to choose we need to have the discerning power the discerning power is the wisdom and if we do not have access to the innate intelligence that is within us i call wisdom change will always be fearful change will always be difficult but at the same time let me share with you what the wisdom says the wisdom says change is the only constant in our lives and let me dive a little deep into why change is the only constant if you look at a tree that is rooted in the ground there's a portion of the tree yet that you see above the ground and most of the time when we look at the tree we refer to what is above the ground as a tree and that portion of the tree is not the whole tree that portion of the tree which is above the ground is constantly changing it is the very nature for the tree above the ground to change it changes with the seasons it never remains the same it sheds its leaf then new ones come in the fruit the flowers grow on the tree but they don't remain there forever so you can see what is above the ground is impermanent part of the tree what we call life really never changes what is below the ground the part of the tree that is below the ground in reality it never changes what changes is above the ground what we see so our life which is within us that life force because of which our world is what is the world everything that we experience through the five senses including our physical body and thoughts is our world it is not life but just like the tree above the ground is from the roots our world is from our life our life never changes what is life life is that energy because of which i can breathe 
it is that energy which is supreme intelligence. I call it wisdom. Because of which I'm able to digest my food. I'm not doing it. It is doing this for me. My life is doing this for me. Breathing. I don't choose to breathe or I don't uh, not choose to breathe. It happens. What is happening is life. Life is happening inside us, which is constant. I'm always breathing, no matter how I'm feeling. My food is getting digested, no matter how I am feeling. These are just two examples of life. These are just two pointer toward life, which is always constant. What is changing is the world we live in. And that is the nature of it. And you cannot stop the world from changing. You cannot change the tree above the ground from changing. So, change is natural. Change is from life. But when we recognize ourselves as life, then we can differentiate that there is something called life. And then the second part is the world. So what is changing? It's the, our world that's changing. And a tree that knows that it has the roots that remain the same. Our life remains the same. What changes is our world. Another example of world. Our world is like a stock market. It fluctuates. It's the very nature. Just like what is above the ground, the portion of the tree is bound to change. You cannot stop the change. So, keeping this in mind that change is the only constant, and we have the ability to make the choices to avail this mother of greatness in form of change, we can drive our world. Again, now I'm going to use the word, word, world, instead of using my life. This world of mine, which is outside of me, is from me and I'm life. I'm those roots. And when I'm those roots, when I'm those life, I know I have to change. My world has to change, but I am not this world. I am life. The life is within me. So I hope these three C's, what I call them, comfort zone, the shadow under which nothing grows, the change, the mother of greatness, and the third C, which I call choice, is our ability or the discerning power to embrace change will definitely lead us or help us create the world of our choice. And then change will become the biggest catalyst for our inner growth, not something that we despise, that we fear, that we are afraid of embracing because only through change we grow. And growth is the only way 
to raise our awareness, to have a bigger and a better understanding. And this understanding is like our ability to wrap our head around a given situation, a given adverse behavior, a personality, or any such unpleasant situations. So I welcome change and hopefully you also embrace change. And if you are not, it offers the opportunity. So let change transform your world or you ride the change as the surfer does to be that greatness that you seek. And I do see a few listeners here. Uh, You're more than welcome to jump in here because I don't think there's even a single person who is not experiencing a change in one of the spheres or part of their life. And I do see Alison here um, joining, so she should be in in a moment. So, Alison, uh, here you go. Good morning, Alison. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am changing and I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You know, I heard something the other day that it, um, it made sense to me about the concept of change. And it was like, we're either changing because of the way, you know, reality gets created moment by moment. We're either changing to more of the same or we're changing to something different or always changing. That's right. Yep. So when it looks like we're not changing, we're actually just changing to more of the same. That's a very key point, Alison. That's a very fine point. A lot of us think, well, I didn't make any choices. You not making a choice, you accepting the status quo is also a choice. Yeah, it's. I think that that feeling of stagnation is because we don't recognize from a perspective of consciousness, you know, creating itself. Um, what feels like stagnation is just replication. And then when you understand how we create our own reality, you know, it's like I always think of the um, when Walt Disney created his original illustrations and he changed something slight in each new cell or each new page and then he flipped it and it gave the perception of movement because something was different in each of the different pages um the same way that a movie has different cells and in each cell there's something either the same or different and when light is projected through it it gives the perception of movement so i think of myself that same way and when i look at my own life Mm -hmm. you know i'm either changing to more of the same which could give me a sensation of frustration or i'm changing to something different yeah this is this is powerful Alison. what you're saying i'm just gonna reiterate that it's like being on the same page of the book and then wondering why this life is so boring Mm -hmm. you flip the page as you're saying that each little frame on that film reel, when it runs, it creates this motion, this moment. And, and, and that's a lot more beautiful, powerful, the movement itself, 
but I think where where Ellison, I think we are afraid of is even though we all know, I call it change. I call it change the mother of greatness. It is the unknown that is part of the change. The new me, right? Yeah, you know what's interesting is I literally just did. I, I posted on Instagram about this concept like last week, like on Friday or something, because my neighbor was walking by and she was chasing her grandkids. And we were talking about a renovation at the park and the park in our neighborhood had a coveted rocket ship that everybody loved. It'd been there for a really long time. In fact, when I Googled the rocket ship, there was back in like 1990 or something, there were people all up in arms because the park district had said, Oh, we're going to change the rocket ship. But anyway, so this woman's chasing her grandkids to the to the park, at which point they're renovating the park. And she says, I don't like change, you know, when she's referring to the park. Mm-hmm. And in that same moment, I'm looking at her and going, but you're chasing your grandkids and that's change. So <laughs> it's almost like we don't mind change as long as it goes along with stuff we like. But if it's change that we don't like, then we say things like, I don't like change, which isn't true. Because you do like change. You just like the change that goes along well with your life. Correct. And, and that, you're absolutely right. So I call it, uh, one is a conscious choice that I make where I am spearheading the change. But then life itself, I call it the cosmic law, is pushing out us out of the comfort zone. And at that time, we don't like it. But I always, based on my experience... It essentially is helping me flex a muscle in my mind or in my thought that I never thought existed. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's me growing up for me not to see that statue because I have this, I have framed that thought and, and said this, I, I will never let go of this thought or this image I have created inside my mind. But at the same time, as you're saying, another part of my thought is my grandkids. They are changing. And all that, I'm like, I'm loving it. Uh, I like it. They're growing. But the same thing is happening here. Let's not hold on to, I, I call it holding on to ourselves. Holding on to what we, I, I call it attachment, right? It's, it's, it's that uh, image of that park in my mind. And I don't want it to change. But it's going to change. Yeah, I think that's the illusion of control, right? It's like... It's if things are changing in a way we love, then we feel in control. And if they're not, then we don't. And it's what you're talking about. It's like it's it's sort of the the mind is involved in this concept of control and a sensation of feeling in control. Um, but, you know, to me, the greatest peace comes when I sit back and I just watch what, you know, watch the things that are happening and know that my greatest sense of control when things are changing and it feels like I'm out of control is just to come back to that place of center, you know, that I'm always taken care of and everything's always working out for me. I mean, I talk to my kids about this all the time because one has health challenges, which feels like it's out of control and things are changing in a way that this kid doesn't want. Um, but it's like if we just come back to this moment and know that everything's working out for us, the, what is changing to will be perfect in that moment, even if it is a little uncomfortable. But it's having to come back. The only peace I ever really find is in the moment of now and just coming back and being like, all right, 
you know, I just have to trust that I'm being taken care of, that, you know, the universe has my back, that I'm creating this reality, and it's all good. Yeah, there, there's a lot in these uh, words that you just shared about finding that center. And imagine someone who have not been to their center. I use the analogy of a tree, the part of the tree that is above the ground. It is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. But part of the tree below the ground, which are the roots, don't change with seasons. Don't change with the fluctuations in, in the weather conditions with the environment. That is truly our center. And what you're saying is, what I heard is, if I know my center as a tree, I know my roots, I know that when I'm rooted in my own roots, in my center, I can actually enjoy witness this change like the tree would if i was a root of the tree i would say oh i love these leaves oh i like this leaves shedding themselves i love this white snow on the branches oh i love this storm look i'm dancing and i think the key part here is finding our center yeah, you know what's interesting about trees, and it made me think of um, my one of my kids told me, and I think it's relating to trees in our area. It's there was something about because I noticed one of the trees was tilted, or a lot of the trees were tilted, and my kid goes, "Well, you know, that's because the the roots of the tree had to become stronger because of the winds in the area kept kept." pushing the tree back and forth and the reason the tree was able to grow as tall as it was was because of this the winds you know the the challenge the winds Mm -hmm. uh, had to stabilize the root system to a greater degree and then thus they could grow taller an analogy for life right like the best one yeah so that's beautiful what your little uh, uh, son or daughter said that's those are words of wisdom and uh, so that's why I call change the mother of greatness. And, and nature gives us so many examples. So one time I was, there was a storm uh, and there was a rose bush outside my house. And only 56 seconds, Allison. So I don't know if we, I will let you share your thoughts before you leave. Then I can share this thought I have right now. Um, no, I was just appreciating your, your talk. I always love when you talk. And this is just so relevant to my life the seasons everything that's going on right now so i truly appreciate it and um it just solidifies i was going to get a tree tattoo on my wrist (laughs) it just solidifies (laughs) that's the perfect thing so i will yield the rest of my few seconds and thank you so much bupinder yeah thank you allison it's always my pleasure when you come in here and sort of resonate with the wisdom and it essentially raises uh, what i call our awareness and also uh, uh, breaks helps us break away from so many beliefs where change has used the example of the tree getting stronger only because of the uh, change in the environment, uh, the external conditions in terms of that storm that makes the tree stronger. And I was going to use an example here of uh, what I really witnessed and actually wrote about it in form of a poem at the time. So there was this uh, thunderstorm one night, and outside my house there is a tall tree, a couple of them, and there was there are also rose bushes. So the next morning, uh, when I woke up, I looked outside, 
and on the ground I could see uh, shingles all over the place from neighbors' houses or someone's house. I could see these twigs, these broken branches, these leaves on the ground. But then I looked at this rose bush. The rose, after that rain, after that storm, was intact. And then I asked myself, what is different about this rose? Whereas all these strong trees had their uh, branches broken or someone, some trees were even uprooted, what is that virtue of this rose? So the way I sort of found this rose uh, talking to me or what I'm learning from this rose is it was flexible. It was accepting. In fact, in that storm, that rose bush was as if it was dancing. It was accepting the change. It was moving in the direction in which the winds, strong winds are blowing. So essentially it was embracing change. It was accepting change. And the next morning, when the sun was out, it was bright. It was blooming. It was new. So we, when we are able to find our center, then we see the beauty of this change, the beauty of our growth, the power of accepting that change is but normal. Change is part of the very existence. Even if you look around yourself, or even you don't have to go far. If I look at my own physical body, every second my physical body is changing. And if I look at my own pictures, I didn't look the same even a few years back. My physical body is constantly changing. It is going through a transformation. I like it or I don't like it. But if I choose to accept the aging of my body, the wrinkles coming on my face, my hair turning gray, it is the beautiful, the most beautiful thing that I am witness to. But if I don't accept this change, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to stop this change or create this notion that I'm not changing. I want this body to be as young as it was at its peak. And it's the very law of change, or I call it the cosmic laws of governance. I'm trying to go against that. And guess what? No matter how hard I try, I cannot stop this aging phenomenon. But if I embrace this change, accept this change, I'm left with so much energy that I could really use for something greater. That greatness, that choice is my evolution as this mind. We are here to evolve, for our mind to evolve into something greater. Now, I will take a spiritual uh, twist, even though I really don't like these different labels. Because at some, sometimes 
we don't like these words and we stop listening our, our mind stops listening or only or we only listen to what is labeled the way i like it so what i said we are here to evolve evolve as the mind the mind is a limited self that is afraid of change but if our mind transforms or we as mind transform we will grow into something greater let me use an example there is a bird sitting in its nest in a tree and now this bird takes a flight it starts flying and goes into the sky and it goes as far as it can go and then this bird comes back to its nests so the bird that is up in the sky that is flying is mind and the higher it flies the further it goes into the sky the more is a distance from the ground and more is the fear means as mind as thought when we grow or go outwards in terms of what we define as success it is impermanent i have to come back to my nest to my center and when i come to my nest i'm in total calm i'm in total peace there is no fear of falling down i'm in this cozy nest i am in my center and when i am in my center i am something greater than the mind or that same mind is stable is rooted is peaceful is in center and that rooting that being centered is actually the mind that has healed the mind that does not get up on the wings of desires keep in mind desires and needs are different needs is what i need to survive desires are vanities of life so when this mind in thoughts of vanity takes off it is like that bird in the sky when it only takes care of the needs then it is rooted it is in its nest and that is the healed mind so we are here to learn to evolve as mind for example looking certain way to be accepted by others or because of the notion that has given to us of being beautiful being skinnier is not really beauty that is a desire our need is to be physically well the wealth of wellness where uh, this body is at my disposal to do what i want to do in my life same way the healed mind when we are centered it's actually our ability to use mind as a tool mind a well tuned machine that works for us not work against us the reason i'm talking about these little details is this rooting in ourselves which alison bought up beautifully this being centered is the key 
to be able to embrace change. I have given so many examples, and for me to unpack, I can sit here all day and keep going deeper and deeper into it. Keep going into my roots more and more. The more I'm rooted, more easy it is change. Because then I learn the part of me that doesn't change is my center. Like the center of the circle, it remains the same. It's like the axis of the spinning wheel of the bike, but everything else around it is changing, is spinning. And what is changing is our world, and what is constant is our life, which is our center, which is our true self. And from here, we can witness change and it's the most beautiful phenomenon. It is the mother of greatness because through change, we evolve from this flying bird into this bird who is at peace, who is back in the nest. And then it takes the flight only as far that meets its needs. And it is not bound uh, to raise questions and I welcome any questions that you might have or how do you perceive change do you embrace change do you uh, cringe change and I like to uh, hear words of wisdom from you or a simple experience, whatever it is. And if you are in the listening mode today, that is also wonderful. Your presence here, I think, is also great. So I will wait for a couple of minutes before I sign off, uh, giving all the guests an opportunity uh, to, to speak their minds. I wish I had some music I could play as um, I wait, uh, but it looks like uh, we are done here. So I do appreciate all of you uh, for taking time to listen to this talk. And I plan to bring more of these. And I also love to hear feedback in terms of the topics that are of interest to all of you. I try to pick certain clues from other uh, conversations here from other wisdomers. So I plan to be of service uh, moving forward. So until next time, embrace change uh, to evolve into your uh, beautiful self. Thank you and have a good rest of the day.